Welcome into Dad's Plane with me, the Unhinged Father. Who is the Unhinged Father, you ask? Might be easier to tell you who I'm not. I'm not some enlightened guru asshole pretending to have all the answers for you. I'm also not someone who's given up on life and decided to become a fat fluencer. Nope. I'm somewhere in the middle. Just a dad, trying to do his best, here to give it to you straight. If you wanted a cute, whimsical dad giving you tips on how to change diapers... You're in the wrong fucking place. If you wanted some straight talk on parenthood, marriage, mental health, finances, morality, or anything else I deem important, then welcome in. Let's have some fun. This week's suggestion for me was to go into how developing a morning routine has helped me and been beneficial for me, especially in this season of life where I'm just so fucking busy, constantly having to do stuff, kids, wife, work, home, all of that stuff, it could just become so much and having a little bit of time to yourself is so beneficial. I've always been a morning person, have been since I was a kid, always went to bed early and woke up early in the morning as well. You can ask my wife, she'll confirm with you that I wake up chipper, have energy, and the amount of loathing and animosity that she'll have while she tells you this is definitely palpable. The need for the early morning wake-ups has definitely become greater, especially since I've become a dad. There's just so much going on and you never have enough time to do what you want to do, especially when it comes to taking care of yourself or doing something that is of interest to you. That's why the morning routine has been essential to me, something that I need to have almost every morning. And when I miss it, I can definitely tell throughout the day. My morning routine is probably the only time during the day that I have to myself that I can do whatever I want, where I'm not cleaning something or taking care of someone, changing a diaper, cooking dinner, doing work, any of those things. This is the time that I have for me, for my development, for my mental health. What do I do during this morning time? Anything I fucking want to do. If I want to sit there and scroll through Instagram, I will read books, journal, shower, take a piss, anything that I need to do or want to do during my day that I can't do, this is the time for me. This is when I get to do it. And and I don't waste it by scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or any other stupid shit. This is my time to develop, my time to set my day straight, to have something to kind of anchor me to the day, start it off right, feel accomplished, and then go about my day in a productive manner. The current iteration of my morning routine started when we had our second child and pretty much out of necessity. I was already up at odd hours of the night and I would just wake up. I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep after walking around the house for an hour and 15 minutes trying to bop this child that's just sitting there and fucking smiling at me, refusing to go to sleep because... I don't know why, probably because he's like me and he's a morning person or he absolutely despised me. One of those things. But either way, I was up. I couldn't fall back asleep. I didn't want to wake my wife up who was exhausted as well. And we finally got the kid to bed. So I would get up and I would start doing random things at random hours, two, three, four in the morning, really just kind of depend on what the child dictated our schedule was going to be that day. And what was born out of necessity has now become a necessity for me. And I'm not waking up at random hours anymore. I've kind of fucked around with the times a little bit to see when the best time for me to wake up is. And as of right now, that time is 4 a.m. It's not so early to where I don't get any sleep whatsoever, 
but it's also not so late to where I don't actually have any time to do anything and I'm just getting ready for work. Every person is different and there is no specific time that you should be waking up and doing a morning routine. If you don't have kids, you're not married, you don't have a wife, girlfriend, husband, boyfriend, whatever, then your time is probably a little bit more flexible. You can probably wake up a little bit later than I do and still have this morning routine where you can do the things that you need to do before you start your day. The important thing is not necessarily the time that you're waking up or when you're doing this. It's that you're actually starting your day with a routine, with things that are beneficial to you, with things that are going to help you along the way throughout your day and make your day a little bit more productive, a little bit better, maybe keep you a little bit more mindful and in the moment. And that's really the biggest benefit that you'll see from having a morning routine. And it's going to be hard. Don't get me wrong. I understand that waking up earlier, even if you're not waking up early and you're just want to sit down after you get up, go sit down on the toilet, scroll through Instagram, look at your emails, any of those things, play some game, watch TV. I get all of that stuff. And you can definitely schedule that within your morning routine. But having some sort of consistency and some sort of not brainless activity going on that actually benefits you and helps you develop as a person is going to be so invaluable. It has been to me. I've only been doing this for about a year or so now, and I just couldn't picture myself doing anything without this morning routine. Now I'll dive a little bit into what my morning routine looks like as of right now. And as I said before, everyone's morning routine is going to be different. There is no formula for everyone to take. I'm not here to write a book about follow this procedure and you're going to have the best life ever and all your problems are just going to melt away. No, that's not going to fucking happen. The morning routine is not some sort of magic pill that you take that just makes everything great, but it will be beneficial, I promise, especially if you get some consistency. But jumping into my morning routine, which may not work for everyone, is like I said, I typically wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning. That's the best time for me to actually have a significant amount of time to where I can get things done and also get ready for work during the weekdays. After I wake up, I usually have to go pee and my instant desire or pull is usually to grab phone or a tablet and check something electronic, emails, Instagram. Those those pulls are still there for me, but I definitely try to resist looking at anything electronic until I've actually gone through a significant chunk of the routine, which brings me to the first portion of that and our first non-sponsor. This episode of Dad's Plane, not brought to you by AG1 because they have no fucking clue who the hell I am, and neither does most of the other people that use their product. Uh, just a little joke there. For me, I wake up, try to have my vitamins. Uh, I started taking Athletic Greens oh, maybe about three or four months ago. It's a little pricey, but I tried a couple of other products, and they just tasted like shit. I couldn't drink them. There was like 45 different things that I needed to do in the morning to get all of the nutrients and adaptogens and probiotics that I needed to get. So Athletic Greens has been beneficial. Now, is it actually working? No clue. I'm not tired as shit every day, even though I'm only getting about five hours of sleep a night. You know, possibly I think that it is working. Doesn't taste terrible. It's a good starter in the morning. Get a little bit of ice, put it in water, shake it up, drink it. And then after that, I'll actually uh, have a kombucha as well, which makes me sound extremely hippie-ish. I understand that. And 
doesn't necessarily go with my my brand or my image, but having those extra probiotics has definitely been something that has been beneficial to me. I can tell that my gut is a little happier and uh, not to go into too much detail here, but a little bit more regularity uh, throughout the day has been nice as well. After I've had vitamins through athletic greens and I continue to drink my kombucha, then it's time to really get into the meat of what the morning routine looks like. And I usually start off by reading. Reading has become quintessential for me. I've never was a reader in high school or college. I never developed a good habit of reading books. And even though I would go through and read certain books and really enjoyed some of them, I never would push through. I would always get distracted or never found time to actually do the reading. There was just so many other things that I could be doing besides reading books. So now I start off pretty much every morning with 30 to 45 minutes reading books because I uh, can't choose one book to read at any given time. I've got about four to five that I cycle through. We'll read portions of them and then read the next one after that. So right now I've got two I guess you would call them devotional books or meditation books, both of them by Ryan Holiday. The Daily Stoic, which is essentially just quotes, meditations, anything like that from the Stoics, Seneca, Marcus Aurelius, and then his perspective on what they were saying and how that could relate to nowadays into contemporary life. Uh, The other one is called The Daily Dad, which is kind of similar. It doesn't just focus on the Stoics, but people throughout history who have said certain things that relate to parenting and then his thoughts on how we can utilize that within contemporary parenting. After that, I'll jump into the other books that I'm reading. It varies depending on where I'm at, what season I'm in, what I'm interested in, but finance books, self-help books, negotiating books, parenting books, novels, really anything. It's all about getting good information in Because I believe that you need to put good in in order to get good out. And that's what I'm striving to do is be a good person and be a good productive member of society. You'd also be amazed at what you can learn by reading through books, even books that you read when you were younger. Earlier this year, I reread Animal Farm, which had a huge impact on me, more so now than it did when I was a kid and I read it. I also reread To Kill a Mockingbird, which is an amazing book. And there's a couple of books that I read that I don't even remember reading when I was a kid that were actually fairly difficult. Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn, even though these books might not necessarily be teaching me anything, the act of going through and rereading the books is helping with my vocabulary, my understanding of different things in society. And I have a much different perspective now as a 35-year-old dad than I did when I was a little kid reading through these books. I'm not going to lie, some of the self-help books definitely get a little redundant, but there's little snippets in pretty much all of them, ones that I've read so far that have helped me in some way, shape, or form. The financial books have been extremely helpful as well. I definitely believe that it's super important to be financially literate, to know what you're doing, to understand economics, accounting, the stock market. All of these things are extremely beneficial to everyone within their lives. I wish that I would have learned all of this stuff a little bit earlier in my life so I could have invested more and set my family up for success in the long run. In the end, I don't really give a shit what people read. The biggest thing is start reading, start that habit, get that consistency, get the good information coming into your head. Even if it's a trashy novel, at least you're reading, you're seeing words, sentences, grammar, everything that goes into an actual novel. Start small, work your way up. For me, I think I started reading like five minutes a day, 
and I really got addicted to it. I couldn't stop. I wanted to continue reading, especially when I got into a good book that I really enjoyed. Start small, get a couple minutes in, maybe even just start with those meditation books that I told you about, and you'll work your way up into a reading habit, which will become invaluable to you as you continue down this path of life. Next stop on my morning routine would be journaling. And I know that all of you have heard that journaling is super beneficial and everyone tells you to journal, get your ideas down, get everything out. And you're like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm telling you, if there's anyone in this world who was so against journaling, it was me. I can't tell you how many fucking journals people had bought me in order to get my thoughts out that I started. I wrote like three days in and then I'd stop and then you'd see like four months later I wrote another entry and then like a fucking year later there was another entry and then I'd stop writing within it. I did not like journaling. I didn't see the benefit in it. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and I couldn't do it. But since I've started actually becoming consistent with journaling, it has been extremely beneficial to me, just like reading has been. My mind is already cluttered enough. I'm a working dad. I've got two kids, a wife. I try really hard with my family. I want to be present. I want to be with them. And I also am a late diagnosed adult adhd as well. So my mind is essentially fucking utter chaos constantly. For me, journaling allows me the opportunity to get my thoughts down on paper, to make them physical in some way, to mind dump, to get whatever is in my head out of there and make more space for all of the things that are really important. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about a lot of different things, in case you haven't noticed. And sometimes a lot of those ideas are not necessarily going to lead me to the life that I want to live. They clutter things up, they get in the way, and not to say that they may not be important, but I don't have the capacity to process them with so much going on in my life that's more important to me. Journaling gives me that opportunity to get them down on paper, to get them out of my head, and potentially commit them. If they're really important, if I'm writing them down, commit them to long-term memory to where I can approach them later on when I do have time. And the content of this journal, similar to like reading, it doesn't matter what the fuck you write down. No one is expecting you to be Homer or Shakespeare here. Consistency is the key. Make sure that you're doing this on a daily basis. Get those thoughts down. Develop a habit. Let the journal be something that tethers you to this world and allows you to be mindful. It's not your college dissertation. I don't even give a shit if it's legible and that you could read it later down the road. There are some mornings that just turn out so batshit crazy in my household. The kids wake up super early. It's 4.45 and I'm trying to get them to go back to sleep. Or my infant is crying, lost his passy. My toddler is scared, had a nightmare, screaming, and I've got to get ready for work in 15 minutes. I don't have time to sit down and journal or write a bunch of stuff. So on those days, I'll literally just write in my journal, date it, and put, morning was crazy. Couldn't write in the journal very much. Kids woke up early. I'm losing my shit. FML. It's all about that routine and doing something that's solid, that's physical, that can tether your ideas to this world, something that you can hold on to throughout that day. And like I said, I know that you've heard this probably a million times. People have been telling you to journal. Do it. Don't do it. I really don't give a shit. I mean, I do. I want you to have a good life, and I'm hoping that this could be beneficial to you, but I can't force you to do it. All you need to know is that if there's Anyone in this world that really despised journaling has tried multiple times, couldn't get it going because I had these ideas on what it needed to look like. It was me. 
I never journaled. I couldn't do it. And now I'm coming up on a full year of journaling and it's been super helpful. I actually finished an entire notebook and like labeled it and saved it because it's the first fucking journal that I've ever finished in my life. And it's something to me to be proud of, something that shows the growth that I have and shows me that I'm not just stagnant, that even though life can be really shitty and hard and come down on you, that I can change, that I can do things that'll benefit me and that I can be the person that I know I'm capable of being. I won't go too much into this next one just because it's a little bit more of a recent trend for me, but I have been taking cold showers in the morning and I'll tell you this much, it does not feel good. It fucking sucks. And I really do think there actually has been a benefit. I know that you hear it from people. They do the cold plunge. They do all that stuff. They're usually those enlightened asshole gurus. I'm going to give it to you straight. It's not something that I think is like a magic pill, but I have felt like I've been less sore after workouts, that my body is a little less inflamed. It does help wake me up in the morning, but I think above all things is that mentally it's it's hard to jump into a cold shower. I started off first by doing like warm and then just doing the last couple minutes cold and then decided, fuck it, like I'm gonna go in full bore. I just turn that shower as cold as I possibly can and I jump in and it's getting over that mental hurdle. And the first couple of seconds are, you know, like getting kicked in the nuts, essentially. It's not feel very good, but once you get used to it, it's really not that bad. You almost kind of get numb to the cold. And like I said, I do think that it is beneficial that I have been seeing benefits from it, especially on the mental toughness front of things. So this is not for everyone. If you have heart issues or, you know, you're just a big wimp, then don't do the cold shower, but this is a newer one. There might be more to come. I may eventually get a cold plunge and take that plunge like all the other uh, gurus out there. As for now, I'll stick to the cold shower and I think that it could be beneficial in your routine as well if you so choose to do that. I used to do the gym in the morning as well, uh, but that has become really hard. I would have had to wake up at like 2 a.m. to get the gym in with everything else that I'm doing too. And I noticed that when I would go to the gym in the morning, that it would be really difficult to get my heart rate up to the level that I needed to be at. I wasn't lifting as much on cardio machines. You know, my heart rate would get up to like 110 just because my body was still so depressed from the sleep. And just it was basically telling me, what the fuck are you doing? Go back to sleep. Getting some sort of physical activity in the morning is beneficial. It's been difficult for me, I'm not going to lie, to incorporate that into my morning routine, especially now I'm doing the podcast stuff and a lot of this creative outlets that I'm doing, I get to do that only in the morning. So I really have a limited amount of time. Stretching, yoga, those are things that I try to do at least a couple of minutes of in the morning. Those are the things that can kind of help with like that physical activity, getting the blood flow and kind of waking your body up as well. I would highly suggest trying to do those, but everyone is going to have to find what works for them, what is most important to them. And for me at this season of my life, reading, journaling, and now doing this podcast and obviously taking a shower so I don't smell like shit. Those are the things that are most important. So on some mornings, I will stretch, I will do yoga, but not every morning. I'm trying to find a way to maximize my time in the morning. I also get interrupted with children, like I said, randomly waking up, crying, having to go put a pacifier in. But for for me, I would suggest doing something like that, some sort of physical activity to help get the blood flow. Meditating is also another thing that's on my list of trying to incorporate into the morning routine. I do it once in a while. It is beneficial. It's it's really hard. I'm so scatterbrained and I'm one of those people that's like this just feels fucking stupid. What the hell am I doing? But when I do do it, 
it does seem to help calm me down a little bit. I can feel my muscles relax and I can kind of feel my mind get a little bit more centered. It's not something that I perfected and it's something that I really would like to incorporate more of into my morning routine. It's just so damn hard. There's not enough time for doing all of the things that you would like to do or that are beneficial for you. Time really is the enemy when it comes to our morning routines, but our entire day, our entire life, time is always working against us. And you're not going to be able to get to all of the things that you want to do. There's 4 billion things that people will tell you what to do on self-help things like just do this, just do this, just do that. You don't have enough fucking time to do all of that stuff. You need to figure out what's best for you. Stick with those, create that routine, and you can alter it as you go along. I'm still working on my morning routine. It's not set in stone, and there are probably going to be things at different seasons in my life where I need something a little bit more than I need one of the other things that are on my list of things to do. Sometimes you need to just say my morning routine needs to be I need to sleep a little bit longer and I won't be able to get to my journaling or my meditating or it'll only be a short entry into my journal so I can stay consistent. That's okay. You need to figure out what's best for you. But at the same time, having this morning routine is something that can help make your day start off on the right foot, get you prepped for what you need to do, and hopefully put you in the right mindset to be the best person that you can be. All of this being said, I know that a morning routine especially if you're waking up earlier to get into that routine can be a sacrifice. It's hard waking up earlier, especially for people who are not morning people can be extremely difficult. And I'm not here to take that for granted. I also can't promise that by making this sacrifice that your life's going to be any less shitty. This morning routine, having a routine is not some sort of miracle drug. It's not Ozempic. It's not going to make you skinny. It's not going to make you communicate better with your partner. It's not going to make you do better at your job just by doing these things. It's not some sort of fix all. Shit, I can't even promise that the morning routine is truly helping me. I don't have any evidence really to back it up or hard evidence to back up that this is really helping me. All I know is that I'm getting less sleep than I used to. I've got two young children. I've got a wife. I've got a full-time job. I'm trying my hardest and I'm only getting maybe five hours of sleep on average a week, if that. And it's usually split up by trying to like go and make sure that my child who wakes up at one in the morning has his pacifier back or rock him to sleep. So I'm getting fragmented, limited sleep right now. I'm working full time and doing a ton of shit. And I still have energy throughout the day to do what needs to be done. I'm not hating the world. Well, I'm not hating the world any more than I normally do. I'm able to be mindful, and I think that having this morning routine, I can tell the difference in the days that I don't do my morning routine. I can tell that I'm shorter-tempered with my children and my wife. I could also tell that I'm probably a little bit more easily distracted by my phone and social media. I'm trying to find some way to escape the hardships of my life during that time, but if I have my morning routine, it almost seems like I'm more grounded. I'm able to remain within my head, my own head, and I'm not jumping from thing to thing trying to escape my life. Is it the morning routine that's helping me to get through the day and helping me become a better person? No fucking clue. Can't really tell. I think that it is. The question that you need to answer is, are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to start this routine? Are you willing to wake up a little bit earlier in order to try and set your day up for success?
this is something that's become a big part of my life. And I understand that there's probably a lot of questions or concerns or people are like, fuck this. It sounds stupid. Go kick rocks. If you are someone who is interested or you've tried to do this before and you've failed, you definitely can reach out via email or DM me. I'm more than happy to talk about it. I don't have all the answers. I'm only, you know, two steps into this myself. But as someone who's struggled with it in the past and has now seen almost a year of consistency, I think that I have some tips and suggestions that may help someone that's looking to start down this path. And now for the unhinged rant of the week. This week, I'm setting my my sights on the dumbing down of society through some of the shit that passes as news or news articles nowadays. And this really came up because I opened up my browser, it went to Yahoo News, and I see all of these different headlines on different things, clickbait, I don't know what you would like to call them, but I just can't believe some of the shit that passes as news or information on the internet nowadays. Some of the articles that I saw and I clicked on, one of them was the most unhealthy cuts of beef. One of them was the most unhealthy ways to eat eggs. And another one was the body weight exercise that experts say will change your life. You know, none of these inherently by the titles alone seem to be that stupid. Until you open the article and you fucking read it and it says, what were the most unhealthy cuts of beef? Well, they listed every fucking cut of beef that you can imagine. It's like, okay, so the whole thing is unhealthy. So essentially what you're telling me is like, don't eat beef. So your article that's supposed to be in the health section is essentially propaganda on how every cut of beef is terrible for you. And they went in and told you like each one, they're like, oh, sirloin, this is why it's unhealthy or ribeye, this is why it's unhealthy. I'll tell you why it could potentially be unhealthy because it's got a lot of fucking fat in it. Like you don't need to write this stupid article, but there it was with however many thousands of views, people reading it. The other one was the most unhealthy ways to eat an egg. Literally every fucking way to cook it. I don't know what way there was besides eating it raw, like fucking Rocky, to eat an egg. They were like scrambled, fried. They even had uh, hard-boiled eggs as an unhealthy way to eat eggs. You've got to be fucking shitting me. Just come out and say it if that's what you want to say. Don't eat eggs because they're unhealthy. You could have saved everyone who read that, which I think was fucking thousands again because there was a bunch of comments probably people like me like fuck off i like eggs and they can be healthy just say i personally don't think eggs are healthy you shouldn't eat them and then we'll ignore you because you're a fucking idiot the last one was you know the body weight exercise that experts say can change your life and reshape your entire body and then you go in and you're looking for this groundbreaking exercise that these people are going to tell you and and then it's it's push-ups they say push-ups and then they go into like the mechanics of push-ups and how it's beneficial. Guys, we fucking know that push-ups are beneficial. Maybe if there's someone who's never done any exercise within their life or didn't fucking pass eighth grade physical education, they don't know that push-ups are one of the better exercises that you can do. There's a reason why that's what everyone fucking has you do. Every circuit training has you do it. I'm not here to rant and rave on push-ups. It's more so just the shit that passes as news today this clickbait, all of these top 10 lists or five things to do that are just extremely, I don't know, biased or basic, or they really shouldn't count as news. And, you know, maybe it's because it's pulling up to Yahoo News and I shouldn't be listening to Yahoo News or reading all of this stuff because it's not really news or information. 
But I do think that in this day and age of information, we are just inundated with so much and some of it's really good. Some of it's amazing to have all of this information at our fingertips. We can really learn a lot of things. I mean, I'm doing this fucking podcast right now and maybe I'm one of those idiots who's telling you shit that you already fucking know, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the stuff that I'm giving you or the information I'm giving you is this groundbreaking information or just tease you with like, oh, here's the unhealthy ways or top five ways to do this or any other bullshit that you see on these articles or stories or videos. It's all bullshit, and I just think that it's a continuation of the dumbing down of our society, and that's one of the reasons why I think that reading books, reading novels is extremely important. I don't think that our generation, uh, I'm a millennial, I don't think my generation or the generation uh, that came after me really dives into reading, and, and I really think that having good information comes in, that's going to make us good, put good out into the world as well, and maybe that's a reason why the world's not so good, because we don't have any good information coming in. We just have a bunch of shit and crap and dopamine hits that we're pushing into ourselves, and so the only thing that we can do is just regurgitate and shit out all of the other stuff that comes out on the other end, and that's why society is on this downward spiral. And maybe that's my calling. Maybe I should just give up on all of this stuff and trying to be beneficial or have good go out into the world. And I'll start writing these articles for Yahoo Lifestyle and Health. And I don't know, what am I an expert in? Well, I've been fat and continue to remain in my dad bod stage. So maybe I'll write an article about the top two ways to become fat and then become a fat fluencer. Number one, eat a shit ton of food, go to McDonald's and order the Big Mac meal or three of them and eat all that. Eat whatever the fuck you want. Number two, don't exercise. Don't walk. Just sit at your desk, look at Instagram, watch TikTok stories, and then eat some pretzels or chips while you're doing that as well. And then you too can become fat to become a fat fluencer. Nope, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to continue to try and put good out in the world. I'm going to continue reading. I'm going to continue doing my morning routines. I'm going to try and be a good person and I'm going to try and be intelligent and I'm not going to fucking apologize to people for being intelligent. I'm not going to apologize for being smart. I want to continue to get smarter. I want to become more intelligent. I want to be a better person and that's what I'm going to aim for and I'm going to try and teach my kids that and hopefully by continuing to push this lifestyle, this agenda, I'm hoping that by pushing that within my family that we can make a significant impact in society and maybe I have delusions of grandeur, but I think that every person can make a difference in this world if they're doing the right things. We're going to continue to do that and if you're one of those shitheads writing the articles on the most unhealthy cuts of beef or the top one exercise that'll make you look like Channing Tatum, Go fucking kick rocks. And that'll do it for this episode of Dad's Playing With Me, The Unhinged Father. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope that you got some tidbits of information that will be beneficial to you in your life. As always, if you have any feedback or suggestions for the show, email them to me, direct message me. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the other content that I've provided, give me a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you think it's good, feel free to give me a five-star review as well. That definitely will help out. If you want more content similar to this, check out the link tree for all the links to Instagram, Facebook. Got a website with a blog as well. Trying to build this thing out the best that I can. It's definitely fun. It's a creative outlet right now. And as I said before, if there's any piece of information that comes across, even if it's just a small amount that impacts you, that makes a difference, then it's all worth it to me. If you did enjoy this show, feel free to share it with friends, family, 
email them the links. If you absolutely despise or loathe someone, share this content with them as well. You can send me their email address and I will just spam them into oblivion. Thank you again to everyone that is listening, supporting this podcast. I really do appreciate it. And as always, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Be good. Try hard. Do your best.